Wasn't able to watch it live, but did catch the uh, game with the Detroit Red Wings at the Boston Bruins, which was on the Saturday the 13th. Earlier game than have been advertised, which meant actually it was going to be on at a time that I could have watched it, only I had a whole bunch of friends around to cheer me up whilst I'd been ill. And we had a load of food. But anyway, I caught up with the game on Sunday and it was an interesting game because the it's a, from what I can tell from what I've seen of that fateful Capitals game, it is really an entirely different team to what started the season in terms of how they're working together. Your past next scoring first goal, probably about fifty seconds left in the first period. Um that was the first goal of the game. Like they held off the wings for that long. And then after that I mean the wings managed to get a couple of goals in, like two over the course of the game, but um it wasn't like an entirely um, well I mean they, they were kind of shut out a bit really by the Bruins the Bruins were just amazing he had like Mac before get in the second goal um, uh, in a really nice sort of deflection um, it was like uh, his first goal of the season and that was quite good um, bit more fighting than a couple of the other games but not like outright fights so people trying to start stuff and to get people done for roughing somebody tried to start something with Chara which got kind of like didn't get anywhere Chara's just like no and just kind of pushed the guy away I didn't want to get involved um Dubrovsk actually um did some really he's like because he, he was uh pretty uh speedy I managed to get a third goal in the second period. Um, and it was kind of funky how the, that puck went in because you just kind of like, w- did it go in, didn't it, didn't it? And then you kind of watch the replay footage and basically the Wings goalie hadn't got down and sort of five-star quick enough and the puck managed to just slide underneath him, only just. And then when he like shifted his feet to just finish getting to position, he then inevitably actually kicked the puck back into the back of the net which is kind of hilarious um, but I think one of the most cool things that happened during this game whilst the Bruins were dominating was that Pasternak uh, managed to score his 100th goal of his career um, in the second um, with less than four minutes to go um, and even by that point like the um, Detroit Red Wings were still on like zero but they hadn't managed anything uh, in the second. Um, they didn't score anything basically. They only scored two goals then in the third, which was just like like they tried, but they just they just couldn't match the Bruins. And like you just sort of like had like Pasternak actually getting a flipping hat trick essentially for the game, um, and. Uh, it just kind of continued on, like, third period, it was just, they just kept coming, so, like, Red Wings managed to get to two, but it didn't matter, because the, the Bruins were just there, in their space, scoring, with, um, some interesting, sort of, like, interesting levels of team play, which I'm not used to, because of how I watched the, f- uh, the previous season, because it was kind of compact, 
how I watched it because it's kind of from about playoff time to sort of partway through August. Um, but so for me, like the memory of that 2017-18 season is still really, really fresh, and it is just fantastic how well the Bruins are playing at this side of the season. Um, and you can see, um, I know that Anders Bjork got off play a lot the previous season with like injury and stuff. And he, I think he's basically lost a bit of weight so that he can be a far speedier player. And so he's actually able to play a little more aggressively than he had um, when he managed to in the previous season. Like, just doing some amazing stuff. And wow, you know, everyone was just, everyone was just amazing. It was just, it was just fantastic watching the Bruins work together to score and keep, keep the wings on their toes. Um, because it, it was perhaps particularly hilarious how in like with one point about 1.3 seconds left on the clock in the third period flipping um I think it was Sean Corrali um made it 2-8 to the Bruins um and basically the, the Red Wings like Detroit Red Wings haven't almost for almost five years haven't won at TD Garden or something crazy like that so yeah yeah, that's that's pretty good. Well, I'm still pretty under the weather despite my excitement. I had to. I went around to my parents uh, for part of today uh, after the game, and apart from having to be escorted to my parents' house by my dad because I'm going to be trusted to walk without falling over at the moment, um, like any real distance. Uh, I spent the afternoon watching the post and felt compelled afterwards to just trial a subscription on my Kindle uh, to the Guardian and Observer, which are British newspapers, um, Guardian publishes on weekdays, Observer publishes on weekends, and um, I've got the realisation that I probably won't really be checking out the sports section of either paper on account of the fact that they're British and they maybe occasionally look at something like NFL, but ice hockey isn't really their forte when it comes to international sports so I'm probably going to be keeping up with my sort of news fix by using things like Bleacher Report and obviously like the official NHL app. I'm not sure if I misheard it when I was watching the NHL 17-18 season. There was this one game where Charlie McAvoy, who is such a baby-faced player, um, because he's one of the younger members of the team, obviously, um, kind of uh, got involved with um, got involved in a fight for like the first time, or at least maybe roughing or something. At least I thought it was the first time. I mean, it sounded like it um, when they were talking about sort of like obviously you know, stats and everything for that particular game um and now after i mean after that point basically um 
Charlie will or McAvoy will obviously you know he, he won't stand for crap and he doesn't go out of his way to start fights but if someone pushes him too far he will start something and again going back to Chara earlier like someone tried to um, start something with him on the wings guys um, and it was just kind of like try just uh, just push the guy um, away like he just doesn't just didn't want to really get involved in mean, I've seen him fight but it, it's kind of funny when you watch games because you're kind of like thinking the commentators are thinking the same thing it's like don't poke the bear and actually when you think about it Chara is perhaps due to his height maybe a little bit reminiscent of the Boston's Boston Prunes mascot um not that I'm saying he's incredibly bear-like, I'm just saying, you know, and it does seem very apt when you sort of like, you're watching something like uh, a Bruins game on Nezin and the commentators go like, don't poke the bear, it's, it's quite hilarious.